0: This is Pastor Justin Krupski with you once again at Bringing It Home, and we are in week four of our uh, Birds and the Bees series next week, as we're really going to get into the Birds and the Bees, and then we're actually going to go into a nine-week series on specifically talking about sex with our children. Uh, But within this first five-week series, you know, if you've been with us, I've been reading the letter that I wrote uh, to my kids. At some point, I will give that to them when they are ready to date with the hope that this is going to pass wisdom onto them and also help facilitate a conversation that hopefully we'll be having with our children as they date, uh, with the hope that they're going to have a great marriage someday. And so the first couple weeks, we went through a couple different key factors. Uh, Last week, we talked about communication. I was reminded actually the night after we recorded the podcast of the the ability of a young girl to communicate and the heart that she has uh, to communicate. My daughter, Chloe, Uh, What Jenny and I have known from the beginning is she communicates differently than our three boys. She wants to talk a lot more. And specifically when it comes to bedtime, what happens with Chloe is that uh, she will not go to bed if she has not been able to talk to us in in a long, lengthy, emotional conversation about her day and just other things. She just wants to talk. And so often Jenny and I put her to bed bed at the same time as our three boys. And the three boys, after a book, after we do our highs and lows, Faith 5, we pray. They just go right to bed. Right, there's no talking that takes place. Sometimes we're goofing around, but it's not meaningful conversation. It's they go to bed. Now, Chloe, however, we put her into her bed. She's in the room with the boys, and we do that. But then it's a good hour, typically, before she actually will go to sleep, and that's us right checking on her, her coming out of her room, her sitting there by herself for a while, right, not wanting to go to bed. But if Jenny and I take the time to actually talk to her, ask her some deep questions, Right, allow her to have a conversation with us for about 15 minutes after we put the boys to bed. She actually goes to bed within five minutes after that. Right, there's something different uh, that I see in my children uh, when it comes to communication between our daughter and our boys. And again, communication is key. And we're going to be going at that a little bit further today with uh, key factor number four uh, for a great marriage. And so I'm going to go ahead and read this paragraph. It's going to take us into a deeper level what some counselors call the third level of communication. So the fourth factor for a great marriage is the emotional health factor. Son, no one or daughter, uh, whoever we're writing this letter to, son, no one is perfect and no one has had perfect families. If past hurts or mistakes have not been dealt with properly or you just don't know what they are, you're going to run into problems. So these conversations that you'll have with a young lady will be some of the hardest conversations you'll ever have. But you need to know what you are committing to the rest of your life with. Let me explain this more. In Song of Songs, as a couple increases their commitment before they are married, the young man says this in chapter 2, verses 14 through 15, My dove in the clefts of the rock, in the hiding places on the mountainside, show me your face, let me hear your voice, for your voice is sweet and your face is lovely. Catch for us the foxes, the little foxes that ruin our vineyards, the vineyards that are in bloom. So this couple in the Song of Songs is going deeper, and they're talking about everything from their past and present that could lead to problems in the future. So it's never good to be caught off guard, and it's never too early to start working on a problem. When you begin to expose both of your quote-unquote baggage, You need to first off look for forgiveness in each other. You might need to cry with each other. You might need to encourage each other to go and talk to a mentor or a counselor about the subject. You might even read a book on the subject, on this fox that could ruin your vineyards, that could attack your marriage if you don't take care of it. The importance of exposing possible foxes, emotional health concerns before you are married is the truth that you need to enter marriage with your eyes wide open. Let me say this on this point. If you don't see forgiveness or openness to talk on these issues, son, you need to walk away. So that's the fourth paragraph in this letter that I'm planning on giving to my children. Um, The inspiration, again, by the book of Proverbs and just the Bible itself, that God has written us a letter that parents wrote letters that are recorded in the Scripture. Pass on wisdom to their children so that they make good choices, wise choices, choices and I know all of us who are part of this podcast right we want the best for our children our grandchildren and so it's never too early to start thinking this way and beginning to figure out in our own heads how we can have these intentional conversations so that our children can experience the goodness of marriage and as I was thinking through this uh, certainly certainly could go a lot deeper but I want to go back uh, to the art of attraction which we talked about uh in our first podcast on this series as far as what to look for in someone. Again, nobody's perfect, but we live in a broken world, and so we all have different uh, storms that have happened to us, different choices that we have made, and so certainly Catch for Us the Foxes is a a real thing. But I want to go back to the very beginning when we talked about what you're looking for in somebody and a tool uh, that that was given to me actually when I was in college, and it helped me start thinking about what I'm looking for in somebody and what I have to offer myself to this person if I'm looking for that. It was just a simple thing where you teach children, right? if they're ready to date, get them to write a list. Get them to write a list. Five qualities, five characteristics, five truths that you want to see in the person that you are going to date with the hopes that you will marry someday. And parents, I would encourage you to, to do this with your children. When they're ready to date, when you're giving them permission to date, make them write that down. What are these qualities that they're looking for in somebody? And then uh, also at the same time, would be to write down, if you're writing down what you want in somebody, write down the things that you have to offer somebody. And again, that goes back to the very beginning, but it pertains to certainly this fourth factor. What is it that we are looking for in this person? And I would hope that that forgiving heart and that the heart that will go deep with someone else is part of that. It might sound too deep, too mature, but those, those of us who are married, Right? we know we got to be able to communicate and not just about level 1 and level 2 things in life but really go deep into those uh, hurts, right, pains, right, regrets and really be able to talk about those in a healthy way. So parents, I'm looking forward to next week with you. I think that's probably where you thought we were going to be going from the beginning, but next week we we will be there. And I hope that you continue to to bring God's word home with you as he has called you as a parent, right, to lead your children into this relationship with Jesus and into his word so that they can be the people that God has created them to be. In Jesus' name, I say these things and I pray these things. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to Bringing It Home. Join Pastor Justin at Trinity Lutheran Church this or any weekend. Check out trinityutica.com for the most up-to-date schedule. While you're there, click on the media library and select Bringing It Home to ask questions or to subscribe.